Hi, my degenerate angels. I honestly don't think I've ever been more grateful to welcome you back to another week of Tales of Taboo. For those of you who are new here, my name is Allie Weiss. I am a downtown New York Z-list actress, writer, and professional conversationalist who is obsessed with all people, experiences, careers, and ideas outside the bounds of what society considers traditionally acceptable, uh, accessible, or quote-unquote normal. Each week, I invite my audience to share their unconventional life stories behind the shield of complete anonymity. So the show is something that's like half investigative journalism and half tabloid or I guess Maury Povich with a feminist twist. And getting to produce it is literally the reason why I wake up in the morning. So let's get it started. I want to extend the most sincere thank you of all time to everyone who's listened to last week's solo episode about my abortion. I was terrified pushing that publish button, Um, But after nearly a year of you guys sharing your deepest secrets and controversial confessions with me, you know, in the hopes that maybe it will inspire others to feel more confident in their choices, it felt like it was time for me to return the favor. Um, I know I've already gone solo and spoken very candidly about my time at Barstool Sports and getting kicked out of my sorority, but... Those were niche and um, very sensationalist experiences that are unique to like a super small subset of people, whereas abortion and a woman's right to make decisions about her body and whether or not to become a mother is an issue that affects close to one million women a year. The fact that it's still considered subculture and taboo you know, alongside our stories from like ravers and believers in the paranormal and employees for billionaires. That is absolutely fucking wild. Wild to me. And the overwhelmingly positive reception of my story has showed me that if I really want to make a difference, I need to expand my definition of taboo and investigate the obstacles and isolation and fear and rejection that all people face, especially women, um, not just those on the fringes of society. So thank you, all of you, so much for helping me see that and in turn see the ultimate version of who I can be for you, and also for myself. So to continue to both honor and dismantle the taboo that is abortion, I'm so honored to present these anonymous stories from our community now about their own experiences terminating pregnancies. I was taken aback by how many submissions I received, and eventually it became impossible to include them all, so I really apologize if you don't hear your story today and you wanted to. Um, I did my best to curate in a way that showed the range of ways people go through this situation. Some are effortless and simple, 
and some are really profoundly painful and others are physically ugly. So I want to warn you that what you're about to hear will not all be easy on your heart. Um, But I did this purposefully because one size does not fit all when it comes to any human experience, but especially one that pertains to women's health and to a certain degree, you know, death. I wanted to create a space that was as honest and nuanced as possible for women who are going through this now or who will find this episode months or years from now when they're looking for a sense of community and understanding and preparedness in dealing with their own abortions. My only goal here is to save all of you the present you and the future you from the loneliness that I felt throughout my brief pregnancy and abortion, even with all of my comforts and privileges. So without further ado, this is Tales of Taboo. Written submission number one. I am currently 25 and had my abortion when I was 23. I had my first child in high school and motherhood started pretty rocky for me, but I'm grateful for my daughter and everything that's come from my experience. Trauma definitely played into my choice to have an abortion. I was already financially stable and married, so the choice was solely made because my mental health has been a struggle since my early teens. I knew from the second my doctor confirmed my pregnancy that I was not carrying this child. Complete dread and devastation overcame me. I was not emotionally ready. Mental health and its relationship with motherhood are often overlooked, and my reality was that there wasn't a way for me to care and love another baby at the time. I was dealing with the aftermath of sexual assault and family trauma. Our insurance covered the procedure, and the process was easy, very private. I was in and out of the office within two hours and was able to drive myself. I decided I wanted to go alone and had a DNC without being sedated. The pain was awful, but very quick, and I was back to my normal routine within a day. I chose not to tell anyone, and my husband chose the same. Both of our mothers are extremely judgmental and unforgiving to those who chose abortion. It was shoved down my throat that tending to children and having a clean house was my purpose. My mom let me know that mental health wasn't as important as being a mother and a proper wife. My friends don't know because I have some that suffer from infertility, and I felt that it would be inconsiderate and insensitive to them. My arms have been a safe space for many of them, and I didn't want to tarnish that. I don't regret keeping it a secret. However, I've chosen to share it with my daughter when she's at an understanding age. Not to push pro-choice, but to let her know that she's free to make her own choices without judgment from me. I'm not ashamed of my choice. It was the best decision for me at the time. The feelings of relief made me feel cold, but therapy and support groups made it known that it's very normal. I recommend online support groups or in-person for anyone who needs it. There are some groups that can help walk you through the process and give advice prior to your appointment. I learned so much from other women and their stories. Their support was everything to me for a few months after. Abortions and access to them are not talked about enough. The process to have an abortion is also not spoken of enough. 
none of the healthcare providers explained the process to me. I didn't have any clue why I wasn't a candidate to receive the pill or what procedures were an option. Another thing I wish me more people knew about were the risks. I suffered from an incomplete abortion and hemorrhaged a month later and had to do another DNC. It's rare, but a risk. That isn't meant to scare anyone, but I had no idea it was a possibility. Overall, my experience was very easy and I don't have any regrets. It gave me the opportunity to heal and work on my mental health. There is a bright side to abortion. I am currently 28 years old. I, um, I've had three abortions. Um, one when I was 19, one when I was 24, and one when I was 27. The ones when I was 19 and 27 were with, like, hookups and, like, people I definitely did not want to have kids with. So that was not ever a question about whether or not I would have an abortion. Um, but the second time was a bit harder because I had, I was in a relationship with someone who I really loved and I really did want to have kids with him someday. But I was 24 and he was 25 and we, we could have theoretically raised a child. Like our families would have been supportive and it would have been fine, but we were just like, absolutely not. I told my stepsister, who's my exact same age, um, that I had gotten pregnant again. Um, kind of as a joke, I just, because she knew the guy that had gotten me pregnant and I thought it would be funny to just tell her cause, and I knew she was going to find out via my close friend story on Instagram. So I was like, whatever, I'll just tell her. I was just like, oh, it's just kind of funny. And she was like, it's not funny. It's actually really reckless and saddening. And I was like, okay. And then we just like had a really weird moment about it. And then I, we just never talked about it again. I'm at Planned Parenthood. I'm getting incessant calls from my mother, which is super weird. I didn't call her back until I was home, obviously. And she tells me that she found out that I was pregnant. And it had turned out that my stepsister had told my older sister. And then my older sister sent a group email to both of my divorced parents to tell them that I had an abortion. And it wasn't in a way that's like abortion is bad. It was just, I was looked at as incredibly irresponsible that I would do this. And I had to talk to both of my parents about it. It was, I wanted to evaporate. It was the worst experience of my life having to talk to my father about ever having sex in my life. Truly, truly a traumatizing experience. But it was never it was never a stigma about abortion is bad. It, the stigma was that it's seen as irresponsible to get pregnant. I did it via Planned Parenthood. Everything was totally fine. Um, it was just it was a bit intense. It felt very like it was a big deal. And like the nurses were like holding my hand while I was while it was happening. And I just remember like when I was walking out, just I glanced over at the like table where the, the doctor has all the tools and shit. And I saw that it was like bloody and that was like semi-traumatizing to me. It was just very real. But then the second and third time I did the pill, which was honestly not a big deal at all. I feel like the entire process of abortions is very overhyped. I really don't think it's a big deal at all. Like I really don't. It can be. It totally can be. And it can be a really hard choice. But I just feel like the media portrays abortions as like these dark and scary things that are like really traumatizing. And it's just like this big, horrible decision you have to make. And it's like, really not like, I felt so sure in my decision that it very much just felt like a medical procedure. It had nothing to do with the fact that it's quote unquote, a child. 
So since I've had more than one abortion, um, there is a little bit of me that feels really irresponsible. But I think that's like the biggest like shameful piece to it is just I feel like an idiot and I just feel really irresponsible because there are so many people, so many women that have sex all the time and don't get pregnant. I've become pregnant fucking three times. I'm 32 years old and I live in New York City and I very recently had an abortion. I have two children, one of whom is a small baby and was actively using birth control um, and it failed. And it was a real shock to find out that I was pregnant again. Even though it's been discussed in my family that maybe we would want to have other children, now did not feel like the correct time to do so. And there was no doubt in my mind that I had no desire, want, need to continue with the pregnancy. I previously had an abortion in my early 20s and I found the experience in my early 20s incredibly traumatic. I went to a clinic and was asked a lot of really bizarre questions and felt extremely ashamed as if getting pregnant had been my fault and why hadn't, you know, I taken proper measures and that abortion in my early 20s actually took place in another country and in that country until recently was still illegal to have an abortion unless you had medical reasons to do so. The process required going for a psych appointment to kind of prove that continuing with a pregnancy would be such a great mental strain. And then they're able to write a note which leaves you exempt and you're able to go through with the procedure. I didn't necessarily hadn't thought about it a lot. There was such little education around what abortions were and are and why that I felt so much shame and so scared and so like it was my fault and I carried a lot of trauma from that abortion for a really long time even though it was absolutely the right decision. It was interesting to be a lot older um, and in a very different position in a different country for it to come up again because even though I felt really clear about my decision and really grateful to have choices and to have autonomy over my own body, it definitely brought up all this old trauma. I also just felt very grateful that I was this time able to do a medical procedure, which definitely felt a little, like I had a little more control over the situation. It was, I was grateful to be in the comfort of my own home with my family and all the things that give me comfort and that I like. I am 28 years old from Germany and I was 23 when I had the abortion. I fell pregnant a few weeks after I had a copper chain IUD implanted, promising me five worry-free years. Yeah, I don't know why I always feel the need to say this and explain it um, immediately when I mention the abortion. Um, yeah, I guess I don't want to sound reckless, even though I have been reckless before. I was just lucky those times. Um, it's the bad conscience wanting to explain how it wasn't my fault and yeah, that's what I kept telling myself. I grew up in Germany in a very liberal family and community. Um, abortions are not much talked about but very much accepted here. 
um, I did not fear any backlash for my decision um, and have only received positive reactions. When I found out I was pregnant, I was still studying whilst running my own cafe full time. So I was definitely overworked, but financially independent for my parents, supporting myself through my studies. And yeah, additionally, um, when it comes to finances, uh, we do have a 10 to 12 month paid maternity leave provided by the government um, here in Germany. So I was in a very lucky position and still by the thought of having to support a child financially, that was really, really scary. Then a few weeks after an intense exam period and blaming my late period <laughs> on stress, that uh, test that I randomly took just to be sure uh, turned positive and with it, my heart skipped a beat of excitement and I will never forget that my first emotion was happiness, which is pretty wild considering I really, really didn't want to get pregnant. So yeah, I immediately knew that I couldn't be excited and that this wasn't planned. This wasn't wanted by my boyfriend, my parents, my business partner and my friend. And yeah, the small circle I told, I could just tell that they were so shocked and afraid for me. Um, and the reaction was almost identical. Always, um, we will support you in whatever you decide to do, but just know it's totally okay to have an abortion. That is totally fine. Everyone without me even saying anything thought they had to make me feel at ease about an abortion and that that's okay. And I absolutely see where they are coming from or they were coming from. And everyone was trying to be so supportive. So yeah, how lucky am I was what I was thinking. And still I really struggled with the responses. And when I talked to my best friend, she wanted to support me by explaining that I really could have an abortion without that being immoral. That we are strong, independent women that have the luxury of having the ownership of our body and being so lucky of living in this country and this part of the world where we have access to help with this decision and without any monetary consequences in that. I felt empowered by this. I felt lucky and free, which I am so fortunate. So, so thankful to be living in this part of the world. When I made the appointment for the abortion, I was almost proud of this decision that I made. I had always felt like a feminist before, but now I felt like I made a really feminist decision for myself. In Germany, you have access to free abortions. You just need to have a counseling session beforehand for them to get the, yeah, you have to speak to someone and then you get the recipe, uh, the receipt that you talk to someone and that you can make an appointment in a clinic or a doctor's office. The emotional pain, feeling so lonely was unexpected. That was Friday. On Saturday, my best friend asked me if I could cover her shift, her Sunday morning shift in the cafe because she wanted to have breakfast with her boyfriend before being out of town for three weeks. Of course I did it. What's the big deal, I thought. If I think about this today, my eyes start filling with tears um, because I cannot believe she asked me to work her shift, bleeding and cramping at morning, 
And then I think, how could she know? I acted like I just went to the supermarket on Friday, no big deal. Why did I say yes? Because I didn't know any better and I thought I was being so brave. I am currently 27 years old and I had my abortion when I was 22. I was in a relationship with this guy for three years and we were madly in love. We were so excited. We took like four pregnancy tests just to make sure. And once we knew, uh, we immediately called our parents, our family. Everybody was so excited. We, of course, had our problems. We had our fights here and there. But as I was pregnant, my mood swings and my temper and my anger and I was just out of whack and we became more physical when we would fight. We would just talk so much shit to each other and it just became really toxic. So one day uh, we got into an altercation and it was the most physical we've ever been. And uh, he threw me on the floor, he kicked me. He choked me, um, and that was when I knew that I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I called my dad to pick me up, and um, he took me to his house in Staten Island, and we were living in Brooklyn at the time. So I was in Staten Island and just to get away from him, and I decided to get an abortion. And I called my mom, and she told me about her story, that she was going to actually get an abortion when she was pregnant with me. But her aunt was showing her these pictures of um, babies that were aborted and how it looked, and she decided to keep me. So she was just telling me to, you know, think about it, and, you know, I can do it on my own. I could be a single mom. She did it. I can do it. But I was... I didn't even know what I wanted from my life either. So I just, I was just lost. And at the time I was dancing, working at a club, and I just knew that I, I couldn't do it. I remember being in the waiting room and just crying my eyes out. I was so sad. I was scared. I didn't know how the procedure was going to go. I knew that they were going to put me to sleep, but I didn't know like how it would feel. And I remember being in the waiting room and seeing these two young girls, probably younger than me at the time. And they were just sitting down laughing while like filling out paperwork. And I was like, how is this girl laughing and she's about to get an abortion. And I'm over here crying my eyes out. I'm so sad. And that like triggered me. So that made me even more upset. I went through with the procedure. My ex, he was there. My father was there. My dad's uh, wife was there. And her two girls that are around my age. And... um I kind of, I felt embarrassed. I felt embarrassed that, like, my family was with me and, 
you know, just going through with this procedure. I remember calling my aunt. She is um, a pastor of a church. Her and her husband are pastors of a church. And I grew up very um, Christian. I grew up in church. So I was freaking out about, you know, religiously, like if God was going to punish me, if I was going to go to hell for this. So I remember calling her and just telling her and crying to her, like, is God going to punish me? And she told me that, like, God doesn't punish, but there are going to be consequences. And, you know, like, but she knew my situation and she was very supportive with me. We prayed, you know, we we did everything. She told me to read a couple of scriptures of the Bible and and just like repent. Growing up in the church, it was even harder for me to go through with it. Once those few weeks were up that like I can have sex again and everything, um, we had sex and I took a plan B thinking that it was gonna be good and uh I got pregnant the second time this time only my mom knew and she was really upset I felt guilty and um I know what I did was the right decision but sometimes I think about like how life would have been having a four-year-old right now and you know, sometimes when I go to the store with my mom, she'll, like, pick out baby clothes and, like, oh, look it. Like, this would be so cute if you would have had the baby. Like, I should have never let you have that abortion. You could have just gave it to me. You know, your baby would have had big lips and beautiful eyes and your baby would have been so beautiful. And it hurts because, like, I think about it all the time. I am 42 years old and I had an abortion at 20, almost 21 years old. Um, actually, I think it was about a month after I turned 21. I never thought that I would be getting an abortion. Um, since I was very young, like before I knew what a period was, I knew I wanted to be a mom. Um, probably before I ever had any like college aspirations or like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, my answer was always, I want to be a mom. So I started doing drugs uh, with the people that I worked with uh, at this call center. Um, it was like a big party. When I say party, I'm not talking about like pretty drugs. Like I'm talking about flat out like crystal meth. Um, so I lost a bunch of weight. I was finally thin, attractive. Um, and I was like banging so many dudes um, that summer, to be honest, that I probably would have ended up on like Maury as one of those chicks who didn't know who their baby daddy was after like 20 paternity tests. Um, I mean, I'm be just being real. <laughs> and um, anyway, I remember like eating some pizza and then like later on that night, like puking like crazy and thinking, oh my God, I've got food poisoning. Um, and then the next day it like continued on and I was like, okay, oh, when was the last time that I had my period? Um, and so I went and got a pregnancy test and of course it was positive and I just remember being like so scared. Um, I mean like here I am like, um, like this straight edge, like blonde, nice white girl. And, um, now here I am like a straight tweaker, junkie college dropout. 
um, with no clue who the dad is of this baby. I mean, so many things ran through my mind. I just remember sitting in my car like, what are my parents going to think? What are my friends going to think? Like, how am I going to support it? Like, what, who, what's it going to look like? <laughs> you know, um, am I going to have a crack baby? Um, or like, is the baby going to be deformed? Deformed? Like, is it going to have all these birth defects? Um, so I guess you could say I put off my decision to have the abortion first out of just ignorance because of how long I waited to even find out that I was pregnant. I called my mom, which I don't even know why I called my mom. We never talked about anything having to do with sex. Um, I mean, pretty much like the extent of that conversation was like, um, I'm going to put you on birth control before you go to college, but that doesn't mean that you should have sex. And, um, so anyway, when I told her, she pressured me into having an abortion and was just mortified of like what the family would think. Um, so I still waited a couple of weeks after that to call to make the appointment for an abortion. Um, I actually really didn't know who to call. Actually, the guy that I thought was most likely the father and his girlfriend, um, I told them as well. Um, yes, yes, you heard that right. So, um, I was banging, um, my friend's man and, um, anyway, they, so I told them both separately and so they both knew, but they didn't know, obviously, well, she didn't know that he and I, like, it was like our baby or whatever, supposedly. I will never forget like that whole experience of the appointment after I got there they called me into this room and a nurse just like basically stuck her fingers up my vagina and asked how far along I thought I was because I didn't really know the exact last time I had a period um, and then she said you know it really seems like the baby might have been almost 10 plus weeks and it almost felt like I had twins and for whatever reason they didn't do an ultrasound or anything like that that's just what they told me so I don't even know if that was a guilt trip or true or what but um it definitely, if it was a guilt trip, it, it made me um, really upset. So I started sobbing. She told me I didn't have to do it and I could change my mind. All I could think was like, oh, well, now I really fucked this baby up because I've done so many drugs. Now I've gotten zero sleep. So there's no turning back. And like, you know, what would my mom think? What would my family think? Uh, but what I really wanted was to hear someone tell me exactly what she did was that I didn't have to do it. Uh, but I decided to do the right thing for the baby and my family and not myself and proceed. I'm just starting to feel like a real piece of shit. So um, the nurses like found my crying in the lobby to be so disturbing to the other patients that they moved me to the recovery room um, to wait until I had my procedure. Um, in that recovery room, there are about like 20 to 30 cots like lined up. And this chick next to me is like, um, this is like my 10th one. It's like no big deal. Like, don't worry. Don't cry. Um, that just made me cry harder. And, uh, like, I mean, I literally like met, met the person that I was warned against ever being like the girl that uses abortion as a form of birth control. And, uh, she really just didn't give a fuck. So, um, I felt very alone. I was so afraid and I was afraid I was making a mistake. Like, what if I could never have a kid after this? Or like, what if I was being punished by God or my family after this? Or like, I just kept saying to myself, like your baby deserves better and it's better off with God than you. And, um, even though I had a reputation for partying my ass off among like my peers, uh, my family and acquaintances like had no idea like how bad my addiction was. So I think there was and still is a huge part of me that thinks that the abortion and everything surrounding it was a punishment for my poor life choices. So I'm 28 years old now and I was 17 when I got pregnant with my first boyfriend, the first time we ever had sex. 
and we knew the possible consequences of having unprotected sex, but we did it anyway because it felt good in the moment. I had to drive 45 minutes to get to a clinic for a 7 a.m. appointment with my friend who luckily had a car and a driver's license at the time. But other than that, it wasn't too difficult to procure an abortion. And I still think think the universe that I grew up in California and not somewhere where you have to leave the state to get an abortion. And the whole situation was actually really manageable. I, I did not regret or there was no second thought. There was no way I ever wanted to have a baby and I still don't ever want to have a baby. And the most uncomfortable part of the whole process was actually the nurse that had been assigned to like hold my hand and ask me questions about my life while the procedure was happening. I don't like people knowing my business, which is the main reason I didn't tell anyone that I was getting an abortion. And I definitely didn't want to talk to this nurse about being the captain of my lacrosse team while I was getting the contents of my uterus sucked out. But afterwards, my friend who drove me said that I came back into the waiting room and it was like I had returned to my body and I was myself again. And the relief was just overwhelming. <laughs> and so we got hamburgers and smoked a blunt and then I took a nap for the rest of the day. And that was it. So I'm 25 now. I had my first abortion when I was... 19 or 20 and this was when I lived back where I originally come from in the UK which is a small village very conservative and then I had my second abortion when I was around 22 and that was when I lived in a city well the current city that I'm in now in the UK uh, I knew straight away both times once I found out that I was pregnant that I was going to be having an abortion I think the second the first time the test result had come up and I was on my laptop, you know, looking for solutions and information. I didn't tell anybody from my family because uh, whilst I was born in the UK, my mum's Asian and my the white side of my family are all very conservative. And my mum's also very conservative just from her Asian background and heritage. So it is literally a taboo to discuss these things. Uh, and I didn't feel confident and I don't think there would have been any benefit from me telling anybody in my family but only my friends. I never felt the pressure to keep the baby because it's my own body at the end of the day. If anything, the process in the UK is pretty easy to be honest and uh, I feel quite privileged because there are charities and there is a national health service in the UK and these are great services for women in the UK, you can abort a child up to 24, up to, you know, being up to 24 weeks pregnant. So you'd contact one of these charities or you'd contact um, a national health service who will refer you to a charity. Somebody will call you, ask you how you're feeling. They'll check on your mental well-being. They'll check on your physical well-being. They're checking that you're not being forced to terminate the child after that they'll set an appointment up and this will just be for your initial scan if you're within the 24 weeks they'll then ask you to come back usually a week later for the for the operation or for the treatment if you're very close to the 24 week mark they will often carry out the procedure 
and treatment than in there. It is completely free. That's the great thing in the UK is that there's no financial worrying cost. And also in the UK, once you have the abortion, there is also sort of post-service, post-abortion service where these charities are ringing you up and checking how you are mentally and physically for a very, very minuscule amount of time post-abortion, I sort of, I sort of thought to myself, you know, oh, I feel, I feel guilty um, because I felt like there was something inside me and a, a connection was growing, even though I, I didn't want to keep the baby. You know, I've got no desire to even have children now. Um, but that quickly left and I definitely didn't feel guilty or unbothered by the second abortion. I feel like... In the UK, schools should teach more about abortions. We have sex education and we have education about, you know, women getting pregnant and what it's like going into labour and what your body goes through going into labour. But I feel like there should be some form of education on what the options are. I'm 27 years old now and I was 24 years old when I got my abortion. Um, The pregnancy was a result of an abusive relationship where I was pretty much told, get pregnant or I'm leaving. And then by my sixth week of pregnancy, I found a lot of evidence of cheating. So I ended the relationship and felt as though the pregnancy was something I had been manipulated into. I didn't have any strong feelings about keeping, keeping the baby. I lived at home with my parents in an upper middle class suburb and I had no issues with the idea of abortion. I grew up in a very pro-choice family, Um, even though we lived in a more pro-life area. um, My home was pro-choice for sure. The only person in my family that I told during the time of the incident was my mom because I needed her to come with me and I also needed her to pay for the procedure. I didn't have any other support financially or emotionally. I did feel a little guilty about this decision because I was so privileged and I grew up pretty privileged and I know that in certain circumstances I'd be able to give this child a a decently good life for all intents and purposes. Um, But for some reason, I I just felt like that wasn't good enough. You know, it's not good enough to have money and to have financial comfort. Um, A child needs a village to raise, to be raised, you know. So and I felt like I, I wouldn't have that village without a spouse and my spouse's family. Like I said, my mom paid for the procedure. It was $428 exactly. I remember that. Um, And that included the two pills I needed for the abortion. So I took one in the clinic and one at home on my own. And then I think that also included a follow-up appointment that I was to come back and they were going to do another ultrasound and make sure everything looked good. The physical and mental process was agonizing. Um, I'm so glad my father was out of town during this weekend that I had it done because I came home after the first pill and I remember sitting on my bed on all fours, like elbows and knees to the bed, just 
screaming with like my my head hung um, and my mom rubbing my back and I was just screaming and I could feel blood coming out um, of my vagina and going all over my bed and my pants and everything and then I would go to the toilet and huge clots like the size of my palm would be coming out um, and that was really rough. It, it really just felt like there were screwdrivers being stuck in my uterus and twisted over and over. It was so painful and that went on for probably four or five hours like that. Um, I don't really have much memory of it because it was so painful. I was fainting and sweating pretty heavily. The bleeding continued like that. The pain didn't continue, but the bleeding continued for about two or three days. So I went back and they actually had to perform a suction, um, a suction abortion on top of the pills that I had taken because the pills did not perform their job. And they had to use the suction. Um, and I had to, as soon as I got into the Planned Parenthood office for my second appointment, they put me on laughing gas and began the suction procedure, which was really traumatic um, because I, I, I didn't know that was going to be happening. So I, I just remember being really emotional and it being really painful. And then I remember... Um, <laughs> I remember like binging Chick-fil-A after because it was the only thing that I felt like would make me feel better. I am currently 30 years old and I was 21 when I got my abortion. My pregnancy was a result of sexual assault. Um, so I feel like it was a very easy decision for me. I've never really felt like being a mother and I don't think I ever will. So, um, the decision was made right away. I've always lived here in Ecuador, so I think I've always struggled with how conservative this country is. Very, very pro-life. It was very hard for me to find anyone around me who had previously gotten an abortion. I told my closest friends, and I did end up telling my mother as well. Um, she actually read my Facebook chat conversations and that's how she found out. And when she did, she was actually very upset. <laughs> um, she called me crying. She was like, what's happening? I ended up talking to her. And then she ended up confessing to having had an abortion when she was 21 years old as well. Getting an abortion in this country is a lot harder than any other first world country. Um, because first of all, abortion is illegal here in Ecuador. So if you actually get caught doing it, you go to jail. Um, that was one of my biggest fears. So what I did was basically call um, the abortion hotline that we have. It's basically a feminist group that helps you through the process of it and tells you what to do and how to do it. Going through the whole process of like finding a way of doing it was absolute hell. I was in that process for at least a month, I would say. Um, I ended up at one of those fake clinics um, that I Googled abortions in Quito. And basically what came up was like this site that was telling you that they were going to help you and they were feminists and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I found it. I found the place. So I, I was very naive and I went to see them. 
Um, and I ended up spending like two hours with a gynecologist um, that was talking to me about God and how I should just keep the baby and they were going to help me with everything. And after those two hours of them trying to convince me, I still somehow ended up thinking that they were going to help me. And I was like, so, okay, but after all this, I still want to do it. Are you going to help me? And they just never did. Oh, it was one of the saddest things. When I think back to that day, uh, I always feel so dumb. In the end, I did um, end up getting the pills, though. Um, I got them from a guy who sold them to me illegally for $20 each. Those pills are usually around a dollar each here in Ecuador. I did it with my two f best friends and my mom by my side. I did it at night, so I spent all night throwing up and shitting myself. It was a very scary and very painful process. I was fine afterwards. I, I, everything happened the way it was supposed to happen, which is something that I'm very, very grateful of. But afterwards, I did feel a lot of relief after going through the whole horrible process that it was to, to actually do it. Um, I felt relief, but I also felt a lot of sadness and I felt weak. Um, and I felt like, I don't know, it was a weird feeling because I wouldn't have been in that position if, if I wouldn't have been raped. So it wasn't my decision to be there. And that was something that fucked me up for a long time. I'm 26 years old. I was 23 when I got my abortion in February of 2019. I knew that I wanted an abortion pretty much from the second that I saw the positive on the test. You know, I didn't want to maim my body. I have double Ds and I didn't want my boobs bigger. Um, I'd also just finished my undergrad and had an unimpressive $14 an hour job in a lab. Um, but mainly, I was having a lot of unprotected sex at the time. Um, and not just with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, in fact, the guy who was coming inside of me on the regular was a very close friend of my boyfriend's. So I did not feel ready financially or emotionally to be a mom and did not want to be in that big of a mess. Um, I was living in really the only somewhat liberal town in Indiana, which is Bloomington. It's liberal enough to have gay pride flags all over, but still Indiana enough to have 500 churches, judgmental boomers, and the same protesters outside of Planned Parenthood every single Thursday which is the day that they do their abortion procedures. Really the only person that I knew at the time who had had an abortion and had disclosed that to me was a friend from high school um, who actually, when she was 15 years old, was unable to get an abortion in Indiana. Um, so we drove across state lines to Chicago to get the procedure done for her. Um, but afterwards, I did tell, you know, a few of my close friends and one of my sisters who were overall, you know, really supportive of my decision and very understanding, but also had this really uncomfortable, melancholy, I'm so sorry for you tone and attitude about it, which really still extends in today, despite how I'm 
talking about it, everyone's still like, oh, I'm so sorry. Or, oh, do you wish something was different? Um, which I find, you know, it almost makes me wish that I hadn't told them just because it's almost like they're placing those feelings on me. I am 28 years old and I got my abortion at 23. Obviously I was young, I wasn't careful, and that led to an unplanned pregnancy. The abortion was something I wanted to do and I made the decision right away without any hesitation. I was terrified of the procedure, but I was more so scared of just giving birth and becoming a mother. I mean, first of all, I barely had enough money and resources for myself, let alone a child. and Second, and more importantly, I was terrified of my family finding out, just absolutely terrified. I mean, even though I was legally an adult at 23, I still at the time felt dependent on them. And I just, I was scared. I didn't want them cutting me cutting me off um, forever. I was actually very on top of the whole thing. I remember, I think it was about three days after missing my period, I took a pregnancy test. I took a couple actually just for accuracy. And then after they all came back positive, I immediately you know, set up an appointment with my gynecologist, my OBGYN. And she referred me to a great OBGYN clinic that offered abortion services as well. And I went to that clinic at about, I want to say, five weeks pregnant, and they actually made me wait an extra week. They told me I was too early for the procedure. Um, I mean, that's how on top of it I was. Um, I would say mostly due to my anxiety more than anything. I mean, I was scared to undergo the surgery. It was my first and only one, actually, so... Just imagine like get going into your first surgery and it has to be an abortion of all things. Um, I was terrified. Um, they put me to sleep and honestly, I woke up what feels like a second later and the procedure was done. I remember feeling some cramping, but overall I was okay. Nothing, you know, really crazy. No pain, no crazy amounts of bleeding, nothing like that. Um, I went home with my boyfriend and I was feeling, um, well, I don't know, actually. I mean, I was happy I wasn't pregnant. I was so, so happy and relieved. But I think I was still in shock with with what I had just done. Um, And I wasn't really, it it hadn't really set in. And I remember, honestly, that same night, I had, I already had plans to meet my friends at a party. And I decided, I guess, to go anyway. Um, Still being in shock, I guess I just wanted to forget that I underwent the procedure. And I saw my friends and I had to put on a fake smile and just hide the whole thing. They never knew. I think more than anything, I felt relief. I was I was just relieved that, first of all, I didn't have to face my family with this. Um, I was relieved that I didn't have to be a mother. I was relieved that I wouldn't be throwing up, sick, out of breath, you know, pregnant, huge. I knew that baby wouldn't have a good life with me and I didn't want that to happen. For a year, I think I was suffering from what I would call PTSD from sex because, you know, it was sex that led me to the pregnancy so for a whole year i think i just didn't i just abstained from sex for a whole year i was scared i was terrified of just first of all i mean i didn't i didn't want um someone inside me knowing that i just went through this procedure i just felt like i didn't want anything else inside me and also i was just scared of having sex and having this happen to me again for the second time it was you know it actually um 
put a huge dent into my relationship with my boyfriend um the same boyfriend this whole thing was with the same boyfriend but it it really put a strain on our relationship because i just i didn't want to have sex with him anymore i just i wasn't attracted to him i don't want to i don't want him to touch me i know that the media acts like women willingly just go out there and kill their babies but i'm telling you there's no woman in their second or third trimester like there's no woman in there walking with their baby is gonna be like due tomorrow saying oh i want an abortion i want to kill my baby like that just does not happen it's not anywhere near that crazy it's not as bad as it's portrayed and you know if you are making this choice for yourself you know you just have to trust that you'll be in good hands i am currently 42 i'll be 43 in november and i was 34 when i got an abortion Uh, my abortion was the result of the person that I was having sex with at the time, they ripped the tip off of the condoms that we were using. Uh, And the abortion was definitely something that I wanted once I found out that I was pregnant. Um, The entire time that this person and I were together, they would tell me that they wanted to get me pregnant. And I really thought they were kidding, but, you know, they were not. And I didn't feel ready to be a mother and I didn't want to be a mother. I don't want to be a mother. And I for sure didn't want to be this guy's, you know, the mother of this guy's kid. I mean, just insane. At the time I lived in Hollywood, California, and I'm from Southern California. So, you know, pro-choice, community, liberal. And I grew up knowing that my mom had had an abortion before she had me And so I never felt in danger or unsafe or unsupported or like I was in a community that would shun me for my decision. Uh, I was very open with my friends and my mom about my situation and was lucky that at the time um, I had a pretty well-paying gig in the industry. And so, you know, when I went to go get the abortion, it was $500 at Planned Parenthood. And so luckily enough, I had that money. But there are other times in my life when I would not have had that money. And I don't know what what would have happened if I would have had to go fund me it or, you know, there was not anyone in my life who was going to pay for it. And obviously this guy would not have paid for it because this was his intention the entire time we were together. Uh, so at nine weeks, I went to the Planned Parenthood in Hollywood to have the procedure. I went before that, you know, to get proof positive that I was pregnant. And they said, you know, you can't have the abortion. Um, Nine weeks is the earliest you can have it. Uh, So when I went to go get the procedure, it wasn't really a procedure. It was two pills that I took at home. I read online that it could really induce, um, you know, not being able to move and things like that. So for me, it was not as severe as it could have been. uh, And I never regretted it. Not to this day. I don't feel bad I don't feel like what if, but I did encounter people who shamed me for my choices. Uh, One of whom was the Planned Parenthood uh, employee, a man um, who I encountered. uh, I don't know. It was when I was, I think it was the first time I was there before I got the pills. Um, I told him the story. So I'd been dating this guy and the first time we had sex, I after I was cleaning up when he left, I noticed like some of the condom had ripped off. So I was concerned. And then the next time we had sex, uh, it happened again. And I didn't know because I 
who who thinks that people do that? Nobody thinks people do that, but apparently people do do that. So the Planned Parenthood employee, when he found out that I had sex with this guy twice, was like, oh, but you had sex with him again. Like, thank you. And then I had another, a friend of mine who had just had a child who also said that. Um, so that was uncool and obviously something I still think about. The abortion itself was not traumatizing or stressful. Um, it just felt like a medical procedure. And I, I think that if more people thought of abortion and considered it a part of women's health care in all its forms, right? Women need a lot of women's health care is different than men's. Uh, if people thought of this as just women's health care rather than as like a more issue of morality, then it could become more equitable. And uh, we could speak about it in a way that doesn't demonize people, certainly doesn't demonize women, and is in in a, in a sense, uh, a more mature look at something that is uh, healthy, normal, um, common, and uh, fine. It's, it's a fine thing. All right, guys, for anyone who's made it this far, you are brave and strong and you can Venmo me for reimbursement for your box of tissues. (laughs) Once again, my name is Allie Weiss and this has been another illustrious episode of Tales of Taboo. Quick reminder that my merch is available to purchase on my website, www.alliweissworld.com. We have thongs and sweatshirts available that I'm really proud of, and it would mean the world to me if you'd support this independently produced show by buying one or both. It would also be so, so helpful if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review on iTunes and Spotify, which is the most effective way for us to expand our community and therefore expand the amount of stories we can get on various topics. Um, I know all podcast hosts really push for this, but in my case, it's not a popularity contest. It actually betters the content I'm able to make for you. But regardless, I am so grateful for your ears and your time and most importantly, your trust. And I'm really looking forward to seeing and hearing from you next week. Until then, be good.